0: Hello, Novice ladies listeners. I'm just cutting in here for a little bit of an introduction and a little bit of a setup for this series here. This episode is part of a new podcast that we started. It's going to be on a completely different feed, the Bending the Elements feed. You can find it on any podcatcher where you usually listen to our shows. It'll be there. I just thought it'd be nice to put this first episode on here, just so you guys can get a bit of a sense of what our new show is going to be like. But all the rest of the episodes are going to be on its separate feed. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you have anything to say about it, feel free to write in to us either on our Narvis email or on the new Bending the Elements email, which is going to be in the description because I don't remember what it is right now. But anyway, hope you enjoy it. Peace. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. Welcome to Bending the Elements. Production by the Novice Alitas Podcast. With your hosts, Caleb and Isaac. A podcast about all things Avatar. Welcome to Bending the Elements, an Avatar and Korra podcast and a million other things once we're done those two series.
1: Uh, this is, it's not just limited to animation, it's mostly going to be animation, but there's other TV shows that we might bring on as well, eh? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll cover the live
0: action Avatar series whenever that comes out. I feel like we kind of have to.
1: Oh, and yeah, up front again, I've, I've said this before to him, that this podcast and or yeah, this 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 channel... Was not made in response to the recent Nickelodeon announcing that the break is now in charge of a whole new like subsidiary of theirs. It's not because of that.
0: Yeah, I'll give some some context here. So, yeah, I'm Caleb. That's Isaac. Oh, hello. We've been doing a podcast for quite a while now called the Novice Lead Podcast. And you have as well with uh, with the Doctor Who podcast. Oh yeah, I've got a Doctor Who podcast too. It's called Doctor Who the Crap Podcast. It's crap, but go watch it or listen to it. One of our early episodes, I think it was episode like maybe six, something like that. Actually, I think it was episode 10. Yeah, we covered Avatar The Last Airbender. I should say The Last Airbender is what we covered, the M. Night Shyamalan film. Yes. And just to give a little bit of history with my experience with this show, I'd never really watched it at all before we covered that episode. I'd always heard about it, and I always had a curiosity about it, but never just took the plunge and actually watched it. But prior to that, I went through the whole series, and that was kind of the impetus for us to watch that terrible M. Night film. But when we did that episode, we kept being like, oh, yeah, one day we're going to start an Avatar podcast, and it's taken us. Yeah, when did we record that? I'm going to
1: quickly take a look. January 26, 2019. Wow, so really, yeah, two years it's taken, <laughs> taken us. <laughs> Doesn't it tell me which number uh podcast this was or what commentary this was for us but i can assume we were actually like trying to do a little uh get into that in, into this channel or that channel pardon me a little more so i would assume like proper episode yeah 10 or 12 it was actually episode 8 i just looked in my uh
0: giant novice us file we had just started getting back to it regularly because we'd tried to start the podcast for a couple years and it just never really went anywhere The problem was is that we were on YouTube and that didn't exactly help and it wasn't the proper format. No. But yeah, that was our fourth episode when we officially came back and actually started the show. So yeah, real early on. Revamped. Crazy to
1: think. Two years. Wow. Sorry to, um, sorry, sorry to reminiscing of our other channel, but this is this channel and hopefully this will go long, long ways. Yeah. The brand new feed. Um, yeah, I'm hoping it'll take
0: us in some new directions. Because we've been covering a little bit of TV. We've been covering Justice League over on that. Yeah, you know, the
1: Bruce Tim Justice League series. We'll probably keep that over there, though. Oh, well, I mean, we could do more episodes over here, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I didn't really think about it, but. But we do have a little bit of experience covering uh, animated TV, so.
1: That's this is true. Yeah, as for me, where does this all start? And you had never watched this on cable television back in the day, did you? Nope.
0: I think maybe I'd caught a couple episodes here or there, but
1: never really watched it.
0: Okay, so I'm just
1: trying to figure out what the exact date was it like aired in, on YTV back in 2005. Oh crap, I forgot about the pilot episode. Yeah, we're going to have to do that at some point.
0: Yes, I'd forgotten about it too. <laughs> Whoops.
1: <laughs> have you ever seen it before? I have seen it, yes. And there's a commentary of with the creators talking about it. Uh, over it. I don't know if it's... I think it might be on here somewhere, I hope, on this new Blu-ray box set, which, by the way, yeah, mine... Uh, his probably came in pristine condition. Mine came... Uh, it's not the bootleg version, I'll say that, but it certainly feels like it. Oh, was it... Was it? Did it come, like, damaged? Well, the, I told you the casing came damaged, not the... I think the discs are fine, but... And still like, the oh, whole yeah. case was like the little the case can't close properly on like the avatar one or the last airbender one excuse me and like it's broken the disc slots are broken they don't hold together properly yeah it came from Best Buy right that's Best Buy for you free advertising right there
0: wow that's terrible I'd, I'd forgotten about that yeah I knew you had your best Buy problem I just couldn't remember what caused it but <laughs> no that's fair that's I'd send it back but according to Wikipedia it was in February 2005.
1: February two thousand five, February twenty first, for the pilot or for like the proper pilot. Uh,
0: I don't think the pilot was ever actually released. It was just it was for never. The execs. So yeah, this would have been the series proper, February twenty first, right.
1: two thousand five. Was that for? But is, is that for United States or for Canada? Oh, I I highly doubt they put the Canadian release on Wikipedia. Ah, dang it! <laughs> Probably not. But I just I do remember sitting down like it was a normal Saturday morning for me at that point. I'm what, what am I at that point? Um, like 11. She doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. I'm eleven at that point. Uh, 10 that early. Well, no 10, just because I don't turn 11 until September. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I go about my usual thing back then as most boys and girls did, which is watch television, you know, Saturday mornings and which doesn't exist anymore, but whatever. And see the series, and oh boy, it—I don't know. I it just it—it it, there was something about it that was different, and I very much enjoyed it. And then after book one, I think they didn't air it after that, unless they did, and I'm wrong on that. But I think YTV did not air that afterwards. Oh wow, I could be wrong on that. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue at
0: all. I wasn't uh, wasn't paying much attention to it. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So,
1: but. There was just a lot of stuff in it that I thoroughly enjoyed, uh, amongst mostly the elements. That's why I, I'm glad that you titled this "Bending the Elements" podcast. It's very nice. I don't. It was just it was nice to see the classical elements looked at in a different way in this series, specifically with the integration of martial arts and how they tied that in into them, which was nice. Yeah, that was gonna be one of my questions for you: is what initially drew you to the show uh both the world the characters and the martial arts which is what everybody will say of course
0: yeah i think for me i mean of course i I watched it all because now playing podcast at a big m night retrospective and that was kind of my excuse but i'd always thought the animation style looked interesting and it just seemed like it had a at least from the outside what the fans were saying is that it had a really cool like sense for world building and so that was one of the things that always made me kind of want to check it out And, and honestly uh oppa (laughs) <laughs> the uh, the air bison, I always just love that image.
1: He's he's wonderful, isn't he?
0: Yes, he is. And so uh, get ready, everybody. You'll definitely hear me praising him a ton in my notes. I'm sure I've mentioned him a couple times in these two episodes. But
1: oh yeah, the yeah the the animals was another thing of uh, how they mixed and matched the creatures up, and I was like, oh that's that's genius. I like that, and it especially took it away from like this is not Earth. This is its own planet, but it's heavily based off of Earth based. Uh, ideas and constructs
0: yeah that was something that i was not so sure about the first time i watched it whether this was supposed to be like actually our earth or like a different planet or something
1: but it's not our earth it is it is not (laughs) our earth it's heavily inspired by our our earth but you watch (laughs) the opening crawl you watch the uh intro sequence and you see that map they show is not anything like our (laughs) earth
0: Hey, this was uh, before the, all all the continents broke up. You know, this was uh, Pangea. How is
1: this Pangea? <laughs> or uh, whatever the supercontinent before Pangea was. Yeah, I'm not sure which one that is, but... Oh, crap. Um, nope, I'm gonna look it up. Okay, so apparently there's, in my brief search, and again, I don't want to keep looking at Wikipedia, but there was Gondwana, uh, Rodinia valpara and columbia or nuna because there's been several yeah in geology class i remember there being like more than one or teaching us that there was more than one supercontinent before pancia
0: because
1: the earth is very very old very very old but uh moving away from
0: Pangea there so you started watching when you were a kid but you said that you fell off either because nickelodeon wasn't playing it or for whatever reason you just didn't catch up following the first season ytv was not playing it yeah so what what made you come back to it later on like what age did you kind of come back to it and watch it all the way through
1: so i think it was 2011 my best friend and i were sleeping over at his house and they had an avatar marathon going on like from i think it was on yeah i think it was on ytv they got the uh they got the rights back i guess (laughs) could be wrong on this completely (laughs) and we didn't watch it all but we watched some of it and we went to bed and let's see, I think we were just at the end of season of book one, excuse me. And then after that, when we woke up, it was like all book two was played. And then I think it was book three, episode three, at that point. I I don't remember, but anyway, that's not what got me into it. I just remember that was like one of the things of like, in my mind, I was like, Oh, okay. I got to remember this series. And then, (laughs) and then Cora came out and I was able to watch that, and this time I was watching it illegally on uh, on on the line because they weren't showing the series in Canada at that point. So I'm like, well, I guess I have to torrent it. Hmm. Didn't know that. Except Did... they're actually playing it right now, and not right now, but they're playing it on YTV right now on like late nights, I believe, either on Saturday nights, Friday nights, or just weeknights. That's that's odd. That I didn't uh, wonder why that is because the Avatar was such a big show. I mean it's strange they wouldn't uh one thing that you'll you all will hear me say is that the biggest mistake Breck made in in their shoes i'd probably do the exact same thing they did so i i will not pass judgment but at least i think the obvious thing that should have done is that Breck should not have given nickelodeon this this is the black sheep as someone put it once uh of nickelodeon and that there's no other show on nickelodeon like this i think it was too serious It was way too serious. Nickelodeon was much more about, I mean, yes, you have your Hey Arnold's and dot, dot, dot. I don't remember anything else. I mean, maybe (laughs) SpongeBob, like first three seasons of SpongeBob, but like, yeah, you go a little dark every now and again. They, in those first three seasons, certainly there was a lot of like, you know, serious episodes, not serious episodes, but episodes that when you look at it now as an adult, it's like, okay, there's a little more sophistication to that rather than like what happened afterwards in Mm. season four beyond like after the movie but this was much more there was there is comedy yes and i do enjoy the comedy i don't know if you enjoyed the comedy or not but like it's just it's such a more mature show than what its network provided with let's uh, the network was mostly just you know half hour sitcoms not sitcoms pardon me but but comedy shows And this is like an actual like epic in a way. Yeah, actual serialized television, the
0: fairly well set up plot running throughout each of the chapters of books, I should say. Sorry, not chapters.
1: Yeah, books. (laughs) Trust me, I keep getting like mixed up as well.
0: So 2011, you watched it with your buds. Is that kind of what inspired you to get back into it
1: full or? No, that is not it. I just bring that up for like random story sake. Yeah, a little random memory. Yeah. Random memory just because they had a whole marathon and they also had with them, they had, uh, these things called avatar extras, which was little, uh, sidebars that would tell certain things about the world, which was nice. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. I really hope that's on this disc. I really hope that these exist on here because I really want to look at them again. You can look at them on, on the wiki. Uh, they have them there and all the like quips that they had some cool, like, you know, elemental stuff that I, I was like oh that's pretty cool but so i, I watch all of core I, I finish it, it's finished in 2014 and i buy all the blu-ray disc which you have i think three of them at your house right now um i have all four of the core ones and i gave back the avatar ones that's true okay so uh i buy all the core stuff and then july or june or july that's right june or july of 2015 First off, I finally have money. I have I have more money than I did because I was broke. at like you know previously to 2014, I was able to scrounge up enough money to make get those things, and or from or those those Blu-rays, and or get them from as gifts from my family. And I finally have money because I'm working at a certain job, and I go to Best Buy. Yes, this is it's Best Buy at the time, the one that's now a uh, COVID uh, uh, treatment site, not treatment site testing facility. Yeah the one on King George Mm -hmm. and I go in there and all of a sudden, what do I see? But I see the DVD of avatar and I'm like of, of book one, excuse me. I'm like, Holy smokes. And it was like 15 99. So I'm like deal man. And I bought it and started watching it and like binged the whole thing. And I was like, yes, I remember why this was good. I finally got to see it. And so then I think the next week or the next day I went and found the other two books and bought those immediately and just again just went on an avatar trip i was in an avatar mood <laughs> that year i just it brought me out of the dumps and then i got depressed again after that but we won't talk about that and I, my spirits were lifted i was just like this is amazing it's, it's so nice and i finally actually got to see because i i had seen some scenes on youtube of avatar of Black of like books two and three and then but I never saw the finale properly. And I finally saw the finale and I was like, this was great. This was worth it. One of the best finales I've ever seen in a TV show. And with watching all that, it cemented this show for me as my favorite television show program ever. Yeah, 2015. Wow, I th- I, yeah, for some reason, I thought you'd watch it all when you were
0: a kid. But, you yeah, know, that's awesome.
1: Certainly made me want to go back and watch them as a kid. And I had that giddiness as a kid when I was watching them, but I did at least watch book one when I was a kid. Yeah, that's cool. If you consider 10 years old as a kid at that point, unless you're a preteen, but I don't know. No, yeah, I think that's still a kid. I don't think you enter your
0: preteens until you're like, I don't know, like 11 or 12.
1: No. Or maybe that's stupid. <laughs> totally by an age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Up front, who's your favorite character?
0: Ooh, favorite character is, I believe... It's always kind of balanced between Toph and uh, Iro for me. I'm never quite sure which one I like more. But
1: I think it honestly is still as as like you know, even if he is like the I'm not title character, but as as he is like he has the title of the title itself. It is Aang. Hmm. I don't know why I th- I just love his mischievousness and I love how. <laughs> He does have the weight of the world on his shoulders. I'm not saying I'm like, you know, putting that on, I, I can relate to that, but like, <laughs> I don't know. He was just a fun loving dude. And I love the fact that he was like surfing on his, on his, um uh, on his wing staff, excuse me. And he it made me literally want to be an uh, an airbender. I think if I was a, a bender, I probably want to be an airbender. What about you? Oh, absolutely. Airbender. Absolutely. All the other ones are good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, even if air is the weakest, unless you go to Korra. But man, oh man, I just, it just, the, the freedom that you can do with air is pretty fun. Yeah, it'd
0: be cool to be a waterbender just because I love water, but to be able to like fly would be
1: just a dream. Oh yeah, certainly. And actually this brings me up to another, another thing I had, another like interesting fact. I once, probably again, preteen or around yeah, either 10 years old or 12 years old, I had a dream where I was the avatar, but it was like at my church kids camp and it was a modern version of it. So there were flame flowers in that dream and I was like, geez, that's, that's creepy. But yeah, I was, I was the avatar and, but it was, they they announced it to me. So that didn't mean I have all the powers. I think I was a firebender, or I was able to bend fire first. It was like, oh, that's cool. And then the dream ended and I was like, oh man, I kind of wanted to see
0: what (laughs) happened after that. Oh, that's always the worst when you wake up and you're like, "God, oh, I wish I could have finished that dream. Yeah, or see what happened, like how how that would... Oh, maybe I'll just make a fan fiction of that. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I've written many stories based solely on... Sometimes it's even just like a fragment of a dream. Oh, same here. Like, oh, I remember this one moment. I want to craft a story so I can get to that moment.
1: And I will say, because of this series, it has helped me with my writing and world building. I've actually used this series as a basis for some of my like stories again going away from the world but like it really helps like a lot of my series are based off of this i i I just go back to this not often to star wars funny enough even though this series (laughs) is got heavily inspiration from star wars we can definitely talk about that yeah
0: yeah that's a great foundation to build off of really great world building
1: in this uh more miyazaki as well of course but (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. Which I guess you are experiencing around a similar time. I guess it was the next year, actually. A
1: year later, I see what influenced Brake to make this series. Not, okay, not fully, but like a lot of scenes that were from Nausicaa or Mononoke were in this series and I was like, holy smokes. Yep, yep. I'll we'll definitely get into that. But, so just to lay out a
0: little bit of the ethos with the show here. Yeah, let's go ahead. So, at least for me, I was hoping to do it so we'd have like a Non spoiler section where we only discuss the episode that we're currently on. That way, new fans can get into the show without worries of spoiling major moments. But post the credits at the end of the episode, that's when we kind of enter the spoiler section. So, if they're like setting up a cool aspect of the plot or a character kind of arc and we want to discuss where that goes eventually to see how it kind of resonates early on, we'd all have that stuff hidden in the spoiler section at the end. Oh yeah, I was also going to try for not swearing for this show because I, I'm just such a sailor. I'm gonna. I'm hoping I can keep that uh, down to a minimum.
1: <laughs> keep it G or p- keep it PG.
0: Uh, pro- I guess it's kind of a kid show, so I guess I should try to keep it G. I guess. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I guess. sure. Yeah, at least for these two shows, I'm maybe after we're done with Avatar and Korra, maybe we'll branch into more kind of adult animation. I can. Well, I of mean, if more.
1: we go to a certain actual like japanese animation like well (laughs) i mean certain ovas will do well it depends like one off ovas will be at like our other channel but like ovas that are series oh boy they're staying on here (laughs) like if we watched all of well i mean it's it's not certainly a there's not swearing in that but there's some like suggestive themes in standalone complex for instance
0: yeah, I definitely feel like this podcast will be more about, like, not just a one-off episode of a show, but actually, like, covering a whole show. Yeah, exactly. Which will be great. I mean... Oh,
1: it's new I territory for us, and it kind of takes the weight off our shoulders in our other channel, at least. Yeah,
0: you don't have to cloud up the feed with just random episodes from shows. Oh, uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, which I have with some podcasts where it's just, like it's just kind of irritating to kind of scroll through and try to
1: find things. It's for you guys. So please, please, this is for all of you guys. I mean, for our benefit, of course, as well, but tell your friends, please bring your friends, your mothers, your fathers, your sisters, your wives, your husbands, whatever (laughs) your children, your children. If you have any, your children's children and go on and so forth. Your, your ex-wives, your ex-husbands.
0: Yes. Follow us on Podbean or whatever podcatcher you use. And, uh, come along because we're really looking forward to this show
1: yeah exactly uh, i will say is this show well I, i'm actually yeah let's upfront, is this show anime yeah is it anime i mean it's not really but it's, it's clearly not. influenced by it heavily influenced by the japanese who were influenced heavily by disney so which is american so therefore it's full circle let's be honest here and i'm
0: looking forward to when you hear the episode that i mean eric just did because oh, we boy. discussed um some of the fan reaction to Midsummer, as compared to uh, the Wicker Man. And, uh, yeah. And so there's that whole, like people being like, Oh, this feels influenced by something else. So it's crap because if it's not the original thing, it's not good. Oh boy. So I, I can definitely, I've seen people criticize this show for feeling like knockoff anime. And like, I've even seen like some cultural appropriation arguments thrown at this show. Okay but i i just don't get it i mean but maybe we don't want to go down that road
1: <laughs> people can be ruthless and passionate passionately ruthless mm-hmm. I, I don't know what do you guys want exactly like you'll never please some people <laughs> you can never you you just have to af- accept the fact that people will not be pleased so and i to that i say for, for those people who aren't pleased go do your own thing and then arguments start because of that it's like oh okay well <laughs> Oops, I guess we have to accept that.
0: Yeah, I'm sure we'll have more debates over the however long it's going to take to go through these as to whether it constitutes as anime.
1: It's I I say it's not even if it is made by Americans who then and it's animated by Koreans. Mm-hmm. A lot, it's like shared between both. So it's I almost say it's Korean American. Uh, <laughs> if I'll be honest there, but that, that's just me. But again, the 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 eyes, the the face. It doesn't look anime. I'll say that it looks. That depends on what period of the show you're in.
0: I guess so. You're right. Yeah, sometimes they lean. I feel like Cora even more so leans into kind of the anime vibes at at times. I should say. Actually, you're
1: totally right. Yeah, by Cora it gets that, but for for book one, I don't think it goes straight into anime uh, territory. No, I don't think so either. But I guess we'll
0: well, I guess we'll see. I've only gone through the show once. I should just mention. Oh, you're going to need to go
1: through it a bunch more times than that, but that's just me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've been itching. It's crazy to me that it's been two years because I've been itching and itching to go through this series all this
1: time. But it's great. It's wonderful. It's I I, I, pardon me if I'm overhyping it like the Mandalorian is right now, but it just it's good. And I do hope that whatever Bright continues to do with this series, I hope that they can not so much be pleasing to fans, but certainly I hope they stay true to what they first thought of when they made the series.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm so curious about those new series that they're going to be doing. Apparently, it's a theatrical film that they're going to be doing
1: first. So they haven't and announced now, the details of that. But oh boy, that was. I think I've said my part on that, but I'll just just I said that in our commentary of last airbender, but I'll reiterate it here. What what happened with the M night film should have honestly been a animated film talking about Zuko's mom. I think that would have been way better. Cause it's a one-off story and it's continuation of the series. So like afterwards, so yeah, you're going to have to like watch the whole series and then it's like, it's not the finale, but it's, it's a movie set after the series. So I think it could work and it's not a typical like, Oh yeah. The characters don't have a development. Yeah. It's just like, and then it could have opened the door to more stuff, but that's all now in the comics i haven't read yet which is funny i know i did read i did read the search for for zuko's mom so yeah which i'll say we'll definitely cover those on here actually yeah i guess we can cover that stuff since we you know we we can look at it digitally so
0: yep i know a future co-host on this show manos um has read almost all that stuff at this point he's a rabid uh fan for the comics and the books well
1: was there books though i don't think there were any novel books yeah, I'm pretty sure they put some out recently. Oh, golly. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Time to yeah. read up my stuff. <laughs> but does he have but... the Lost Adventures comic? Yeah, he probably does. Yeah, that I'm not sure, but... <laughs> Which I consider those canon. Those are all canon if, in my mind. Without further ado, welcome once again to this channel. And I'd like to thank everybody for listening to this. And I, I hope you, you know, enjoy this. And if you don't, well, that's fine. You can tell us. That's your opinion, your voice. Everybody has a voice and is a right to their opinion.
0: Yeah. And write in if you have anything you want to say about the show or, you know, if you potentially want to weasel your way into being a guest on the show um, on our previous podcast. We're not
1: desperate. We're not desperate at all. It's just like we we don't mind audience because I again, I don't I don't consider myself personally above anybody else. So. I'm always okay with having with having another person talking to, or to talk to with, excuse me.
0: Yeah, and personally, we don't know a whole lot of Avatar fans, and so it'll be great to kind of open up the range of opinions we can get on the show, so I'm looking forward to that.
1: I'm a guy who was never on the forums back in the day, so I don't know what the internet was saying about that back in the... Well... I was going to ask <laughs> you, did, were you a part of Avatar fandom when you got no. into it? no. Mm-hmm. I barely I'm rarely in any fandom nowadays anyways like I'm not and when you say that do you mean like you're going online or you're going to conventions and talking with other fans maybe not conventions but just yeah be having an online kind of fan experience with
0: like a fan community that kind of thing
1: very limited like very very limited like only only restricted to certain websites and that's it
0: Uh, do you have anything more to say in this kind of introductionary episode here
1: uh flame yo hotman <laughs> <laughs> other than that everybody get their um oh whatever uh everyone get their bison whistles ready get your your oppa uh stuffed animals not legit stuffed animals but like <laughs> 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 get your t-shirts and your property i don't actually have any like avatar t-shirts that's like terrible of me to say
0: i don't have any avatar anything except for the box sets
1: uh actually i do have my friends gave me a picture of uh, uh, an artist drawing of kora and asami on top of naga together which is pretty cool that that sounds awesome it's right above my window seals so it's like and that's pretty awesome it's right next to not right next to but it's uh, near my godzilla against the japanese tidal wave that my friend got me from japan oh yeah yeah
0: i don't even know if i've seen that in person
1: yeah i gotta send you a picture of that anyway sorry <laughs> Enjoy this guy's apologies if I'm not the best podcaster around. I don't attempt to be, but I at least try to be, I try to be professional. But as I, when I made the title up for our other show, (laughs) I think it was aptly proposed that I am a novice elitist. I think I'm elitist, but really I'm not. I'm talking out of my butt. It's a paradox. (laughs) Like fire on water, I guess. I don't know. Or earth and When you combine earth and water and air and, and and fire, what do you all get? Mud or dried up mud or sand. I don't know. Maybe glass. Who knows? I'd also like to mention that uh, I love the, uh, at least for us, uh, we there was a, Mara sent you that picture of the United States as each of the nations. Yeah, that was great. And we then were like, okay, what is, what does Canada look like? <laughs> and it's like bc is either waterbenders or airbenders and then all the prairies are i guess the earth kingdom maybe and then oh yeah then the the you uh, the, uh, the the territories are all uh all the uh all, are all water tribe and not just because the water tribe is based off of the inuits but just because they're all near water as well mm-hmm. i guess ontario could be fire nation sure and then maritimes i'm not sure and quebec is just its own thing of course yeah quebec i mean that's kind of the outsider you know (laughs) (laughs) they're a republic city i'll I'll give them that they're a republic city That's that's fair yeah no i don't hate quebec don't don't worry but there are some things about quebec that frustrate me let's put it that way
0: well yeah i guess we'll jump into the first proper episode here so tune in next time folks it'll probably come out very close together yep so uh yeah check it out take a listen
1: and there have some hot tea here we go have some hot leaf yeah. juice uh in in the uh, alongside of it there we go
0: and some roast duck to uh quote Iro in this first episode here but yeah there you peace. go
1: Welcome to the new channel or welcome to this channel. If you've never heard us before, you're in luck. For something I have no idea you walked in on. You didn't win. if it's the, it's we're basically the uh the unused, not even used, but the thrown away lottery numbers. That's what we are. Uh <laughs>
0: This section of the podcast contains spoilers for all seasons of Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. Let's, let's Enter let's, at your peril. Next. Yeah, because I a little while ago I tried to join some Avatar Facebook groups. Avatar and Korra, and um, they were just bad groups. I mean, it was constant <laughs> debates. Who did Katara end up with in the end? Oh yeah, Avatar and Zuko. And it was just like the same arguments, just cycling over and over again.
1: Well, there is that debate, and I, I do, I, I'm not. I won't say I have my opinions, as well. I do, but I certainly, if you look in the the behind the scenes during the show, yes, there are there is discourse amongst some of the writers, Aaron e. Haas and break. I will say that. And both certainly, and many other writers contributed to make this show possible. It wasn't just break. Pardon me for saying that, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, without Aaron e. Haas, I think something was lost during Cora, but that doesn't make Cora. Like, you know, it just makes it a okay show. I think.
0: Interesting. Yeah. We'll definitely get into that. Cause yeah, I noticed that he was absent in that series.
1: But uh, I will vehemently I will point out <laughs> this is obviously gonna the fan drop out or drop uh sorry. Uh the fan droppings the fans dropping off are because I'm about to say I'm okay with I actually like the fact that Aang ended up with Katara. I that's I wanted that. I was like, yeah, totally. I never in my mind when I was watching, I never my thoughts never crossed uh for Katara ending up with Zuko. I actually wanted more episodes with them because i think they paired together well well together i I wanted more episodes kind of like my little pony friendship is magic where I wanted more episodes with everybody individually together like we never got that episode with uh with toff or zuko in book three Mm -hmm. it's like i wish i could have had more stuff like that just to see how these characters would interact but now everybody's got to be about romance because eros love is or all that matters (laughs) to people i guess and not friendship Oh, I we can those,
0: hope that uh, they get into more of those details in the comics, because comics are the perfect avenue to explore that kind of well, extraneous we f- stuff.
1: We certainly know how uh, Toff turned out, I'll say that, going through two husbands, or at least two lovers, <laughs> pardon me.
0: I gotta say, I adore her representation in Korra. I just, I think they nailed it so well.
1: <laughs> how that kid would sure grow up. <laughs> I, yeah, no, that's that's a woman for you. That's That's how that character would turn out when she's 90, but...
0: And the fact that her kids have like no, they're just like no real relationship with her. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. That that seems like a real
1: uh, response. You think that she wouldn't have kids? Like out of all the characters in this in the series, she would be the one that wouldn't have kids. But yeah, I thought she would. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I could
1: see her being <laughs> in a relationship with a woman before she'd be in a relationship with a man. Jeez. Oh yeah, that's the other thing
0: that's constantly being thrown around in those Avatar groups. Did Korra oh, and Asami yeah. pair up in the end? They had that
1: hand holding moment Do that
0: mean that they fell in love it's like oh, oh it's boy. like uh,
1: um i mean okay i was there for that when that happened um not live live but i was there when that all went down and i will just say that it was i'm not gonna say poorly seated in but it certainly wasn't a, up front beforehand like the th- people will say okay there was a setup like there were scenes with them together I, but again i just took that as them being friends not engaging in an actual like r- romantic relationship but yeah, which was kind
0: of their whole arc in that last season it's kind of like hey let's kind of repair these
1: issues and let's actually be like friends and try to have
0: a healthy relationship
1: yeah exactly and if if that moment is the start of them saying okay i want to go further than just uh friendship and go romantic that's fine usually it's a they'd talk to each other, but I guess in that moment they had to. And of course that was also a big, uh, symbolic message for time in America of, you know, the fact that the gay rights were, you could finally marry in the United States, uh, which, you know, was great. That's, that's fantastic. Um, so for the time you're looking back on it, yeah, it was great. But nowadays, I mean, I guess it still works. Yeah, we'll, we'll
0: definitely talk about it, whether they're being kind of gay-coded throughout that last season, because I didn't see it, um, yeah. but we can definitely discuss that in more detail, because I wasn't looking for it, so but that'll be a long time if... from now, but...